Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Dave DeVille. Hi there, this is Monica Burton. Welcome back to Trades Work. I am filling in for Dave DeVille this week. On this week's episode, I'm pleased to have Rick Goodmay, Director of Client Relations at ICM. So welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, Rick and I got to know each other a little bit in the last six months or so, but I wanted him to come on Tradeswork and really share with us some of the different sides of the industry. There's so many different professions within the construction industry, and Rick's a good example of that. So I'm excited to learn more about you, share more about you with our listeners um, like I said, the construction industry is made up from professionals from all walks of life and lots of different skill sets and areas of expertise. You, Rick, are an industry professional that's not out in the field and on the job site. So I'm looking forward to sharing with our audience what that looks like and what your side of the business looks like. Excited to share it. Awesome. Um, well, let's start. Why don't you tell us a little bit about ICM? What kind of projects does ICM do? What is ICM? So ICM is a unique contractor in the fact that we're a Class A general contractor, licensed Class A general that operates both as a prime and a sub um, and a specialty contractor. So ICM is signatory with seven different trade unions. Um, At any given time, we're seeking projects for those. Unlike most general contractors, we self-perform in the neighborhood of 88% of the work that we do. So that kind of sets us apart from a lot of the other general contractors. Our focus is primarily industrial work. We dabble in other areas, but Main focus is industrial, um, food and beverage, airports, power generation, steel mills, and cement plants are kind of the root of where we come from. Well, and it sounds like being signatory to so many different trades, you guys do a little bit of everything. We have to. We have to do a little bit of everything. We've got a lot of trades to keep busy, so we have to diversify. Um, We're always seeking opportunities to make sure we keep as many of the tradesmen and tradeswomen busy as we can. Absolutely. Well, my understanding is that ICM is based here in Colorado, but maybe not in Denver, correct? So ICM has two offices, um, originally founded in Pueblo in 1983. About five years ago, ICM acquired a company, Precision Industrial. I was working at Precision Industrial at the time. Very similar in makeup, not quite as many trades at Precision as we have at ICM. Now we have offices in Pueblo and Commerce City, mm-hmm. so headquarters and home team is definitely Pueblo. Commerce City is fast growing, though. So, What made you decide to get into the trades in the first place? You said you were at Precision prior mm-hmm. to ICM, but what, what did that path look like for you? So I'm actually a third-generation union millwright. Um, my grandpa started out as a carpenter. Carpenters Union covers the millwright trade, and back when my grandpa was doing it, the, there was a section a segment of the carpenters who would hand carve gears hand carve pulleys my grandpa was one of those so he spun off the carpenters into the millwrights found his identity there Um, my dad my uncle my brother we've all been millwrights we like to work with our hands we like to that precision part of it so you were kind of born into it been around it your whole life i have i have took a different path my dad and my uncle both spent time in the field most of their careers in the field I actually spun off of it and went into the hall and was a business agent for a lot of years, okay. which kind of led me into what I do now. And Tell us a little about what you do now. I said earlier you were on the other side of the business. What does that mean? Yep. So I've taken my career and what I've learned and spun it into 
my role is is more than business development. A lot of mm-hmm. people look at it that hey, you're a sales guy. No, I don't. I don't think of myself as a sales guy because we we truly build relationships and we value relationships. Yep. So my the key part of my role is to find clients and and build relationships with them. But I also am assigned to work with the, all of our unions to make sure that that relationship stays good. And that's just a part of my daily. Um, sure. I do find the business. I do bring the business in. But I'm also charged with tracking financials, making sure that we're on track, that we're keeping our backlog built. Making sure that we're we're working properly to make sure all seven trades are staying busy with us. Absolutely. And, well, and that's a big job managing both the sales side and the labor side, and maintaining those relationships with contractors and owners and with your labor representatives. That's the beauty is in our office in Commerce City. The executive vice president Jamie Hodges is in our office, and he <laughs> and I work very close together. We are a great team. Um, so I have a lot of, even though he's younger than me, he's a great mentor for me. And Absolutely. we kind of cross mentor back and forth with each other. So, How long have you and Jamie worked together? It's been quite a while. We're going on five years now. Okay. What does a normal day look like for you? Are you out visiting potential customers? Are you spending a lot of time at the halls? What is your normal day? I think normal with air quotes. Normal is <laughs> my day usually starts at the office, putting out any fires, making sure that if my presence, I guess, is needed to help smooth anything over on job sites. I'm there. I track our our pipeline, our sales pipeline. So I'm constantly watching what's coming in. I'm assessing opportunities to see how they fit us, work with our pre-construction department to make sure that we're on track for bids and job walks. Okay. I go visit job sites. I go visit potential clients and existing clients. When you go to visit a job site, what is your kind of primary role there? Are you there on behalf of ICM, are you there to just check in on your owner? ICM, we tr- we truly are a family at ICM. And I think the big picture, if it's a job site that we have crews working on, because of my background, I'm able to walk through and we're all taking big ownership in safety. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm watching for safety items. I'm talking with the crews, making sure that they're happy, making sure that the client's happy with what's going on. Yep play in the moderator to make yeah. sure everybody's communicating on the right levels. Um, I think that's kind of a unique thing that I can bring to the table for our company is you know, my background from the trades, my background being the union guy, my background with all of it. It all kind of plays together yeah. and a, kind of a unique role for us. You've definitely touched all sides. And it sounds like, obviously, the primary role you're in is relationship development. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Having that skill set on both the on-the-job site side and on the contractor side and on the labor side does present you with a unique set of skills and makes you really relatable to all three sides of the trade. So I'm, I am sure that Jamie and the rest of the team would agree that that's a huge asset. I would hope so. <laughs> I hope so as well. When you're thinking about what that relationship development looks like, a huge part of my job is that relationship development too. So my day looks a little bit similar to yours sometimes. What are some of the most challenging parts of being in that role? I think some of the big challenges truly are I'm out there with my eyes wide open and sometimes you have to look at yourself and say, I'm not right. Or looking at the client and trying to explain to them that while you think we should be getting this much done, reality is we can't get that much done. It's not not possible. So trying to stay honest with all parties, whether it's our employees, whether it's our management team, whether it's myself, whether it's our clients, that's, that's a big challenge. 
when that honesty is part of what makes you good at your job, right? Like we can't build quality relationships if we're not honest with people. I've built my reputation on that. You could meet a lot of people. They'll say, you may not like what Rick has to say, but at least it's the truth. So there's a lot to be said about that. And it, it's clearly benefited you and it's clearly benefited some of the different jobs you've been on. What do you think, whether in your current role or in a previous role, what's the coolest kind of project you've worked on? In the field, when I was in the field, I used to love the powerhouse outages. I mean, when you're dealing with tolerances in the ten thousandths of an inch, a lot of people can't fathom that. And you're you're standing on a turbine deck and you're looking at this big piece of equipment going, I have to do what? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think some of the cool stuff right now, we've got clients like Lockheed Martin mm-hmm. and places that we see things that we can't really talk about in depth, but we, we get to see a lot of cool stuff. Cool stuff. For me, that's kind of where I geek out a little bit is on that big equipment things. Yep. But you know, truly, at the end of the day, as long as we're building something that's making a difference in the world, I'm pretty yep. happy with it. Well, and it's interesting, for those listening, I had a chance to visit Rick's office and we spent some time walking around and looking at some of the pictures of the different jobs and projects you guys have done. And it was very clear how excited you were about the different projects you guys had done. And they are cool. They're different than some of the things that some of my other members do or that some of my other contractors do. And it's, it's definitely in kind of a niche that ICM builds. So, you know, one of our taglines is we love a challenge. And mm-hmm. truly, the, the more difficult the job, the more we excel, whether it's our field guys down to the apprentices or the project managers, we all excel the more difficult and the more challenging the project is. We just seem to come together as a team, and those are the ones we all like the best, I think. Absolutely. I don't even remember which job it was, but you were telling me about a project where you guys had to get a large piece of equipment up really high or through a window maybe. So that was out at Coors. We had okay. to put a palletizer, take a palletizer off of a rail car into the third floor of Coors. We actually had to take a section of the precast building out to get it up there. Yeah, you just cut a section of the building out, plop it in, and put it back in. Yeah, everyday stuff. It's no big deal. <laughs> For sure. It's what we do. It's very interesting. Um, you mentioned a minute ago that you guys get to do unique projects, but you get to do projects that really make an impact and make a difference. Mm-hmm. What does that kind of look like? What do you think the impact on the community is being in this field? So for me personally, um, one of my, that hits my heart is getting young people to know that there's options out there besides going to college, getting four years worth of debt and not knowing what you're going to do with that degree. My give back is always, I'm happy to talk with any high school student that wants to come in, uh, go out and I seek opportunities to speak with different high schools, different trade programs. Even we'll go out and speak with the apprentices, even mm-hmm. if they're not our employees, apprentices, just about some of my experiences. And yep. hey, there's great avenues. There's, I mean, we make good money. We have an honorable trade, whether you pick any any construction trade, it's an honorable trade and it's a Absolutely. great way to make a living. Um, and that you're more than just a construction worker, you're a professional. Yep. And you have a career, not a job. Well, so. and I'm going to remember that next time we're out talking to high school students and working on our recruitment. We're, Let me know. I'm going to say, to call there. Rick. He's going to come talk to our high school kids. Happy to be there. We're actually mentoring a young lady right now, just graduated Arapahoe High School and cool. Pickens Tech at the same time. Um, mentoring her and getting ready to bring her on to get some time in our shop to see where, which path she wants to take. So Awesome. Well, and that's one of the really unique things about the trades too, is there are all of these paths. When people think about working in the trades, they picture one or two things. And oftentimes a role like yours isn't what they're thinking of. So if you look at, walk through either one of our offices, 
the amount of people that have came up through the trades our commerce city office um one of our estimators he came into the trades because of relationships we had in high school okay. and he's worked his way up he's done everything from fabrication shop manager millwright in the field um superintendent and now he's our go-to estimator day in and day out and yep. he's estimating everything from pipe to millwright work to concrete and iron work and everything in between so pick a path and go it and it takes all of the paths you need to have the marketing team and the sales team and the engineering team and the guys out in the field there's there's just no shortage of opportunity absolutely well we have seen obviously a lot of change in the industry you've been in the industry a long time when you think about the future and you look ahead if you had a crystal ball 10 years down the road what do you think you would see what are some of the advancements and the changes you would see that's funny because i was thinking about this and my career started in 1990 Everything was hands-on tools. Mm-hmm. Now everything is lasers, and you know, it's, it's the it's an automated the world. Orson Welles thing, and what's coming up in the next ten years, innovation-wise, I'm not sure. I'm excited to see, but as far as construction goes, I think that contractors like us are going to be a lot more involved in design-build opportunities. Absolutely, I think that you're going to see a lot more engineers in construction company offices. I think that's just kind of the path that it's heading. It's We've kind of started that way now, but mm-hmm. I think a lot more design build and a lot more efficiencies are going to be gained by having everybody in one office and working through everything. Absolutely. So. Well, and we see that even with our large contractors with their fabrication shops, right? You're able to do so much more in a large controlled environment that the efficiency, the speed, the process for the entire project is so much different than it was so in our fabrication, even 10 years ago. Sorry. In our no, fabrication good. shop in Commerce City, we recently put two new pieces of equipment in, and the amount of efficiencies we've gained, on they've already paid for themselves the two pieces of equipment. It's, it's, it's incredible. out of control how the world is going. So, Well, and for any of our listeners who have not checked out one of those large fabrication shops, you should go take a tour and check them out. They are fascinating. All right. So you have told us a lot about your career. Mm-hmm. What about you outside of work? What is What really makes you tick? What are you passionate about outside of the industry? I think my kids... They come first. I've got a huge group. My four kids are just, they are my life. They all yep. have their own identities, but supporting them, they're, they're it. Quality time with my wife. We Absolutely. have a, we have a backyard oasis that we built. It was a, that was probably one of the best things to ever come out of COVID. I put a koi pond in and we have a big fire pit and awesome. just time to sit back and have happy hour at our house is awesome. Some wonderful whiskey sipping happening out in the oasis in the backyard. Sometimes whiskey gulping. <laughs> <laughs> you have but four kids. I understand. The, Me too. Yeah. Sometimes it's needed, <laughs> but I do. I like to give back. I have a very, I think my mom probably put it in me that you always have to give back. Absolutely. So I have a servant mindset. I'm always looking for chances to help people, um, whether it's, Showing people how to run a smoker because mm-hmm. I love to cook or whether it's just helping somebody move on the weekends or yep. I'm always looking for opportunities to just kind of help out. That does not surprise me in the little bit of time you and I have spent together. <laughs> like you are that guy. You are the guy that wants to help everyone and the guy that's willing to do whatever you ask him to do. So it's what makes you such an asset to the industry and it sounds like to your neighbors and your family. We try. <laughs> I'm going to ask you one final question. I ask it of all of our guests and it is my favorite when you were a kid, what was your dream career? What did you want to be when you grew up? It's an easy one. I used to chase the fire trucks and the ambulances with my bicycle. 
I actually was a volunteer fireman and a paramedic at the same, well, EMT at the same time. While I was doing my motor apprenticeship, I did Mm -hmm. my fire academy and my EMT training. Very cool. I did not know that. I think I learned a lot of my customer service skills from being an EMT and a firefighter because you're at people's worst time in their lives, so you have to gain their trust. So I try to keep some of that mindset. But I think right now, if I had any other career from what I was doing, I'd love to be out on that big red truck. Yep. Well, and that's that service mindset and putting other people first. That I'm not surprised to hear that answer. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing a unique perspective and a different side of the industry. We appreciate you and your leadership and we appreciate having ICM as a partner. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys as well. And anything we can do to help, we're happy to do it. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned for more industry insights, news, and information about the men and women building our communities, our skylines, and our future. Tradeswork is a production of the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association. For more information about our organization, please visit rmmca.org.